Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Melanie C., and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Today is Thursday, October 26, 2017, and it's the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 164, and we're going to read and study uh, paragraph number two. Our book is meant to be suggestive only, and that ends with, this is the great fact for us. One paragraph only, please, today. The today's readers are The Twelve Steps, Marie J., The Twelve Traditions, Leslie C., and reading the text today will be Gina R. and Kathy Jo P. The reference numbers, the share ID for yesterday's 10 a.m. meeting, 10589, 10589. And for the 7 a.m. Eastern Time meeting this morning, Thursday, October 26, that share ID is 10592, 10592. Over, let's see, the OA preamble. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self-supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private organization, political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marie J. to please read the 12 steps. Hi, Melanie and all. This is Marie J. Recovered compulsive overeater in Colorado, 12 steps of Overeaters Anonymous. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. Two, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three, made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as, a resu- as the result of these steps, we tried to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you, Marie J. 
I will now ask Leslie C. to read the 12 traditions. Good morning. This is Leslie C. from Southern California. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise, lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully, fully, excuse me, fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence, the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions, ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. Cass. Thank you, Leslie C. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star one to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phone, except the speakers, should be muted. And today we resume our study of the big book on page 164, paragraph 2. Our book is meant to be suggestive only, reading only one paragraph and commenting on that. And I will now ask Gina R. to begin our study. Good morning, Mel. Thank you so much for your um, continued faith-filled service. Uh, this is Gina R., gratefully recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body in Green Valley, Arizona. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little, 
God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously, you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. I'll start my timer. Um, boy, what a power-packed paragraph. My first uh, impression was drawn to actually the word transmit. And it made me remember um, when I was doing my fourth step, how my character defect of uh, being wanting to be in control and demanding of others and having um, expectations, which I now know are premeditated resentments, that how that impacted what I was transmitting. And it was clogging up the line that God has for me to transmit. And it wasn't until I was able to come face to face with those character defects and understanding how they worked in my life, sometimes they work for me and eventually they mostly worked against me. I did not know how to um, manage them and I did not know how to yield them to God. But once I did um, take the suggestion, um, and suggestion is just to propose as a desirable outcome. Somebody just pitched this program to me. They weren't demanding about it. They just said, hey, you might want to think about doing what I'm doing. And what they were doing was actually opening this book up from the very first page and reading it line by line and then letting it marinate and digest in their own system. And I was embarrassed to say that had never happened for me. I had been reading this book for over 30 years at that point, but I had never done it that way all the way through. I had done parts of it, but not all of it. So once I did that, that channel through which I was trying to transmit what I thought I know through my demanding and controlling ways, um, and I'm not saying I'd never helped anybody. Some people might have gotten some help, but I was not excited about this. I didn't wake up asking God in my morning meditation what I could do each day for the man who was still sick. I was asking for myself, things for me. But that's not what is going on now. I am getting out of bed, not only asking, but having this anticipatory heart, just waiting for God to unfold um, people, places, and things through which he can use me as a channel to bring this message of hope. This is real stuff. I am somebody who thought I could never get it or do it. And that is not true. It's available for anyone who will roll up their sleeves and do this work. Very, very grateful to be here. And thank you for letting me offer service. And I pass. Thank you, Gina R. Now the lines will be open for folks that want to comment on paragraph two on page 164. Who would like to go first? Lynn J. Sherry KB. John K. Kathleen O. Ashley P. Shawnee B. 
And did I hear Marie J? Too? Yes. Excellent. So I have Lynn D, I have Sherry KB, I have John K, Kathleen O, Ashley P, Shawnee B, and Marie J. Except I may have heard Marie J first. Do you remember what order you were in, Marie, just to be respectful of that? Yes. I was first. You were first. Okay, let's go with you first, then, and Lynn, you'll go after. Thanks. Good morning, Marie. Hey, thanks so much uh, for hearing me. Um, this is Marie J, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Colorado. And the first line really grabs me. You know, this book is meant to be suggestive only, but that doesn't mean that I, that I get to take what I like and leave the rest. And that's the message I got when I was new in program. But this book is suggesting one method that has worked for the, all these people. But I have to do the whole method as suggested. So that I didn't get. I don't get to pick and choose which parts I want to do and only do those parts. Because that picking what I want to do, that's self-will. That's self-reliance. And the very first step in this book tells me that I will eat again. It's guaranteed, period, end of conversation. I will eat again because I'm powerless when I'm in charge. When I'm in charge of my food, when I'm in charge of my life, I'm a mess. And so the first step is a guarantee that if I stay in self-will and self-reliance, I'm going to eat again. So in taking the first step, I'm starting with, hey, I can't be in charge. And if I don't go through the next steps, two and three, then I'm doomed because I have to have a power and I have to surrender to it or this particular suggested method of recovery will fail. And so, you see, I can't pick and choose. I have to, uh, if I'm going to get what you got, I got to do what, what the book says. I got to do it all as suggested in the order it's suggested. So I do steps two and three, and now I have a power that's in charge of my life. And every minute of my day, my action has to be surrendering my self-will and allowing myself to be directed by that power. So I'm doing steps one, two, and three over and over all day long, even the little stuff. The minute I say during the day, oh, I got this, I got this, I can handle this, I've taken my will back, and now I've dumped steps one, two, and three. Because step one says I'm powerless. So I can't take my will back and expect to be in recovery. And I'm doomed to make bad decisions once I dump steps one, two, and three. So every day I must be vigilant and rigorous and, and turning my life over every minute of every day. And God will constantly disclose to me the next thing that has to be done. This has only made sense to me in the last year and a half when I got to this call and did this suggested method of recovery in order exactly as it says. When, when I totally became abstinent, which I didn't get totally clean until I got to this call a year and a half ago, I got more clarity and then I was able to work this method with greater rigor. And then more and more became revealed and it's revealed all the time, especially working in sponsorship. I'm constantly begin, being given new information, new disclosure about my next action to take so that I can remain free and I can remain happy, which is what the two things that this program brought me, freedom and happiness and a closer connection with God. So, so grateful for this, uh, this work. Thank you. Pass. Thanks, Marie J. Lindy, you're next. Hi, this is Lindy from Colorado. Um, this paragraph is so instructive, so clear. You know, it comes after step 12. I mean, we've walked, we've gone through all these steps with very clear 
simple instructions. And here's a summary jam-packed. And I'm so grateful. Um, God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. That, that's just incredible. That, that tells me I can continue to grow and change. It doesn't matter if I'm recovered for 50 years. I will constantly have more disclosed to me and to us, the whole fellowship um, as a whole. More will be revealed to us. That, that's a wonderful promise. Um, and I, I love the part where it says the answer will come if your own house is in order. That, that just tells me, along with these whole 12 steps, that I need to be focused on what I'm doing, not what other people are doing, not with what I want, not with what I don't like, but what I'm doing. And it says, see to it that your relationship with him is right. Um, that doesn't mean I get to take a, a lunch break from that, you know? No, it's all, every single minute I'm awake, I, I, um, God con- constantly discloses to me how to do that. And when I'm working step 12, carrying the message, you know, my whole house is in order, I'm carrying the message, boy, God comes through so loud and clear. Um, and it's just the highlight of my life. It has given me such a, a wonderful purpose. So it says, too, see to it that your relationship with them is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. You know, this is an intense program. This is a complete transformation of me and my way of life and thinking. And you know what? That's exactly what I needed because I was a mess. I mean, that's a nice word, mess, <laughs> when I came to these 12 steps. And thank you, higher power, that you are always there for me, showing, taking me by the hand and showing me how to live this life of freedom and joy. Um, and it, it centers on steps 10, 11, and 12 for me. They, they encompass all 12 steps, and they're very simple instructions. And God will show me how to continue that today. Um, gives me the desire to work these steps because great events are coming. They're, they're right now. Right now is a great event, sharing on this meeting, reading this, realizing what I have in my life and what I have to give to others. So thank you, Higher Power, and thanks so much for this reading. Thanks, Lindy. Sherry KB, you're next. Good morning, Melanie. Good morning, everybody. This is Sherry KB in Northern California, Grateful Recovered Compulsive Overeater. Thank you so much for your service, Melanie, and uh, everyone on the line. And, and actually, welcome everybody. And this, I, I love this paragraph. I mean, we read it, you know, we read part of this paragraph um, every, every day. Um, at the end of our meeting, um, and I love it, and it just becomes so much more meaningful. Um, you know, suggestive only. Um, you know, if I was told what to do, um, somebody said, you have to do this, you have to do that, I would have ran out the door. But what it's telling me, we suggest this, but this is really our own, only suggestion to us that's going to work. That's what I get out of this one. And it says God will constantly disclose more to you and to us and constantly, you know, I need to stay in constant contact with my higher power at all times, all the time. 
And then I love this. This is a prayer. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do for each day for the man who's still sick. But it's also saying to me, but Sherry, you know, if you're, if the answers will come if your own house is in order. So in other words, like I've had to be taken through this book and work the steps and become recovered so that I could carry this message. So I, so I can carry this message and be of service to somebody else, but I can't transmit something I don't, I don't have. So I n- need to make sure that I've worked these steps and that I have recovered. Um, and then also that my relationship is right with my higher power. Um, and that means to me that I'm cultivating this relationship with my higher power um, on a daily basis, like I would with somebody I really cared about. It's like I put a lot of effort into it because I get I get so much more out of it than I ever got from anything or anyone else, and that I do know. And it's a very powerful experience, and I just I love, love, love this. Um, and then the great news will come to pass for you and countless others. It's giving us a promise here, you know, that if we do this work, great things will happen for us and for all of us. And it is a great fact. Um, and I just want to say one other thing. Um, you know, when I first came to OA in 1988, I heard, you know, take what you like and leave the rest. And then, you know, got into doing this work, and I thought, well, I'll take what I like and think about the rest. And then now what I do is I take what I like and I give God the rest because God's going to show me what I need to do. And I, I put all my trust and faith in a higher power. And that I do know that if I don't do this work every day, that the obsession will come back, that I will be face down in the food um, if I do not continue to do this work and live in 10, 11, and 12. Not only work, but live in 10, 11, and 12. Um, and I just love this program. and Thank you so much, all of you. Thank you, Sherry KB. John Kay, you're next. Good morning. <clears throat> this is John Karen, recovered compulsive overeater in Los Angeles. Thanks for your service, Melanie, and everybody on Team Thursday. Um, you know, I, I when I first came to my first program back in the dark ages, you know, a lot of the uh, AA old timers didn't call this reading a vision for you. They called it the great fact. You know, somewhere along the way, this uh, reading got associated with a chapter, uh, you know, the chapter name, I guess. Uh, I, I love, and I always crack up when I see our book is meant to be suggestive only. You know, I, I, I remember uh, hearing from my first sponsor, oh, yeah, there's nothing but suggestions here. I mean, yeah, just suggestions like like a parachute. You know, you're going to jump out of a plane, you have the parachute on, it's suggested you pull the ripcord. You don't have to, but, you know. But I think, you know, they knew they were dealing with oppositional alcoholics, oppositional addicts, you know, and you couldn't say, hey, come on, schmuck, you know, you've been screwing up your life for years. Get it out, try this instead. Because that would have been doomed to failure, you know. So thus, you know, phrases like suggestions came into being, um, which, you know, helped maybe open the door crack. But on the other hand, you know, sometimes people in their disease can latch on to that word suggestion and say, oh, you know, the steps are just suggestions. And, well, you know, you'll get the results you expect from that. Again, like the parachute, you know. <laughs> um we know we know only a little. Boy, you know, that is, is, you know, one of the things that happened to me with recovery and growth is the more and more I got in working this, the more I knew, well, we, I only know a little. Boy, you know, I'll start retreats sometimes by apologizing, saying, boy, you guys should have heard me 10 years ago. I had all the answers then, you know. And it was it's really true because I had some things I was just absolutely sure I understood about recovery and, and recovery from food addiction uh, at 20 years in that I'm totally 180 degrees different now, you know, and, you know, if you think about the fact that Bill got sober in December 34, the book wasn't published until 39, it's being written in 37, 38, 
you know, people with only a few years of sobriety. And, and, and I think that's why, you know, you know, 10, 15 years later, they decided to do the AA 12 and 12 because they realized, you know, I can imagine some of those people, uh, you know, were like, wait a minute, you only got one paragraph on step six and seven in the big book? Because <laughs> I know I flew past those two steps when I first started. But, um, you know, these last paragraphs are, in my opinion, they're just a, a very condensed restatement of the steps. And to me, the most important part mentioned here is see to it that your relationship with him is right, meaning you've got to find that God consciousness because that will determine how everything else in your life is approached. You know, get out of the bondage yourself. Realize there's a whole world out there besides you know, outside your little sphere of influence. And, and for me, this is, this is an ongoing thing, an ongoing experience, a lifelong experience. And, you know, I'm just I'm happy to be, uh, in a, to be charging the road with uh, you and me and all of our, and my fellow visionaries. And with that, I pass. Thank you, John Kay. Kathleen O. Thank you, Melanie, for your service. Good morning, everyone. This is Kathleen O, Recovered Compulsive Overeater in Northern California. And I love the word suggestive because, yeah, oppositional reflex. If someone's going to pull me one way, I'm going to pull in the opposite direction. And um, so I'm so happy that they use that word because if someone told me I had to do something, um, I would just naturally not do it. Uh, so you know, no one's holding a gun to our head. We don't have to do this. And I realized I didn't have to do this and that I do have free choice. So I love the word suggestive because it's kind of a more gentle, kind way of saying, you know, if I want this, I need to do the work. I need to follow these simple directions in this book. And so this paragraph is so informative. It offers hope. There's promises of freedom. Um, uh, let's see here. The great and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. And to me, those great events are happiness, joy, and serenity. And, and it's, um, you know, it's, it's, it's such a great thing to be able to, to do these steps and be able to help other people and pass this on because not only am I helping other people, but I'm also helping myself. And this is the great fact for us. I love that capital, great and fact. This is the real deal. This stuff works. And thank you, I pass. Thanks so much, Kathleen O. Ashley P. Hi, this is Ashley P. Recovered in Northern California. Can I be heard? Yep. Cool. Um, okay, well, first of all, I just wanted to thank everybody for their service this morning and um, say welcome to the newcomers. This is, these, these paragraphs are, um, they're why I, came into the rooms and um, yeah, they're a really nice synopsis on all of the steps. Um, so like some others, oops, sorry, uh, like some others this morning, uh, I the first thing I noticed and underlined is we realize we know only a little because I often think that I know everything and that's absolutely one of my character defects that's coming up. Um, I just did another four step and the pattern that I just kept seeing is that I, I think I know, I think I know, I think I know best and um, it's leading to a lot of resentments and it's, it's leading to um, not only the, the work I did in my four step, but, you know, 10 steps that are, that are coming up. Um, so then the question is what to do about that. And, um, you know, there's a need for me to be humble and willing to learn, but I, I certainly have no idea how to do that 
on my own. Um, and so in these paragraphs, I'm given some nice instructions about how to do that. I can ask God in my morning meditation, um, how I can be helpful. And, uh, those, and I'm promised that those answers will come, but there's, there's a big if after that. Um, so I have to, I can't be helpful, but I have to keep my own house in order. Um, and if I don't know how to do that, it, it says to abandon myself to God. Um, and the way that I do that is by working the steps to constantly being the steps. Um, so to do, uh, I've, I've worked the steps before. I'm, I'm like I just said, I'm working the steps uh, again now in, in the workshop that um, we're doing here where I live, um, which came out of um, my Wednesday night big book meeting. Um, so that means that I do writing on the first three steps and I look at my abstinence and I clean it up. Um, I work another four step, even though I did it last year, I, I work it again this year. Um, and then I will turn that over to my sponsor and um, ask God to remove those character defects, um, work on making the amends that I need to make, even the really uncomfortable ones. I'm really grateful for the conference. Um, because I was given some clarity on some other amends that I need to make that as I sit here and speak on the phone, I'm so embarrassed about that I still don't feel entirely willing um, so that I pray for the willingness to make those amends. Um, I do a daily inventory and I send that to my sponsor, which is probably five, four or five days out of the seven days out of the week now. It's not totally every day, but I'm working on that too. And I help others. Um, and I heard that. And, and then I trudge the road of happy destiny because of that. So it's a happy destiny, but it's trudging it. It's work, too. Um, but I'm, I'm guaranteed that um, it's time. in the end it's worth it. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks. Shawnee, you're next. Star one, please. Shawnee, star one, please. Sorry, can you hear me now? I can. Okay, great. Hi, this is Shawnee B., grateful, recovered, compulsive overeater from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Um, You know, what what sticks out for me in this reading um, is the part where it says, ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order, but obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. And um, when I had gone through the steps and um, feeling the euphoria of recovery, um, I I was um, in a place where I was like, you know, everyone should have recovery. Everyone who wants to um, have access to this should have recovery. And I was and I wanted to sponsor the whole world. And um, you know, I, first of all, I needed to be to be shown that I'm not sponsoring anyone. God is sponsoring. I'm just guiding, and that um, it's not my responsibility. And I need to do what I need to do. And, um, you know, especially understanding that I can't put any uh, too much emphasis on any one step. I need to have a balance of all the steps. So if I'm spending too much time in step 12 and my 10 and 11 is suffering, then I can't be present for my sponsees as, uh, as appropriately as, as God would have me. Um, you know, I can't transmit something that I haven't got. So if I am not doing 
um, spending enough time cleaning up my own house, then I am, I'm, I, there's no way that I can help somebody else. So I need to, um, I need to remember that it is a, a constant balance of making sure that I'm taking care of myself so that I can be of service to God and to others. And, um, you know, the answers will only come if my own house is in order. So if I'm getting that feeling that things don't feel like they're in order, then I need to do some real thinking and um, pay attention to where I'm resting on my laurels because the book warns me very clearly that if I rest on my laurels, I will eat again and I don't want to go there anymore. With that, I pass. Thank you, Shawnee B. Now we're going to open up the lines again for some for folks that want to comment on paragraph two, page 164. Jody, EQ, Bill F. I... Jill F. Reggie Did O. Did I hear Phil? Phil F. Jill. No, Jill. Jill. Oh, Jill F. Okay. And then Reggie. I got the other two before too, just to be sure. Okay. Who else? Anybody else? I have Jody E. Q. Dorita P. Jill F. And Reggie O. Uh, Ori B. Ori. Catherine B. M. Wendy M. Catherine. Wendy. We got y'all? Okay. So we have Jody EQ, Dorita P, Jill F, Reggie O, Ori B, Catherine M, and Wendy M. Did somebody else want to scoot in there? You hear somebody faint out there? Oh, I said if there's time, Barbara E. Okay, great. Crank up your volume a bit, Barbara, and we've got you on the list. Okay, so let's get started with Jody EQ. And everybody else, star one, please. Good morning, everybody. This is Jody EQ, gratefully recovered in California. Recovered, not cure, cured. Thank you for your service and welcome to the newcomers. So the book is meant to be suggestive only. Why do you suppose the author of this book stresses this, the suggestiveness of the book? It seems to me it's along the lines of our tradition that says uh, we, we hope to attract people to the program rather than promote the program. And someone already mentioned about the pride of the, you know, the normal human being that we don't want to be told what to do. We want to see that it works and we want to be attracted with proof, visual proof, um, obvious proof that this program really works. We don't want to be sold on something. So it's a, it's, you can take it or leave it. If, if you want what we have, here's, here's what we did. But we, of course, know only a little. God, higher power, is the one who, will, who knows it all and will disclose more to us if our own house is in order. So absolutely, I cannot transmit something I haven't got. I must see to it that my relationship with him is right. And then great events will come for me and countless others. And every time we read this in our meeting, I really do think of this particular telephone meeting, a vision for you. I can't help but think about it. Great events have come to pass in this meeting. And I'm not going to put anybody on a pedestal, but I do think 
the founders of this meeting because obviously this is what was going on with them. They were right. They must have been right with their higher power. And great events have come to pass on this meeting and also other meetings. This is the great fact for me, and I'm so grateful. And with that, I'll pass. Okay, thanks, Jody EQ. Dorita P. Thank you, Melanie C. My name is Dorita P. from Cleveland, and I'm a recovered compulsive overeater. Um, thank you, everybody, for all of your shares. I got a lot out of them. Um, but, yeah, our book is meant to be suggestive only. You know, I have a, a, a printout of, I believe it's, I was looking for it a minute ago, but I think it's 60. There's 60 musts in the big book. So you must do this and you must do that. Um, and for me, you know, talk about it being suggestive. Um, yeah, when people try to change the big book or change any word in the steps or traditions, you know, I guess it's my character defect, but I have like a real problem with that, you know, so much so like if they're reading it in the meeting, I correct them. You know, and people have, like, said, well, why do you correct people or why did you correct him? Because I just think, you know, you know, be careful when you're reading and, and, you know, we need to read every word. And I'm so really grateful for this uh, meeting because that's what we do. We read every word. Um, and it says, we realize we know only a little God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. And that just comes to mind. Recently, uh, I was in my car. I was I, I uh, pulled up to Walmart, and I was in my car. It was at night, so I was, um, you know, eating and doing what I needed to do for me at the end of the day. And I saw a lady coming out with, uh, I think, her two children, and uh, she was really struggling. You know, she might have been maybe almost 400 pounds, and she was just really, really struggling. And, you know, something something just told me, God, God just told me, you know, go out and uh, bring your picture and bring your card and go talk to her. So that's what I did, and she's come to about, uh, I don't know, Three, three, three or so meetings, and she's open to it. Um, and so, uh, and that's my job. You know, I'm supposed to just spread the word. You know, if she comes back, that's wonderful. But if she doesn't, at least she knows that there is a solution. Because there's so many people out there that doesn't, that people who do not know that there is a solution. So I'm just really grateful for this program. Um, and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. Yeah, I agree with Jody. I mean, this meeting, um, you know, is a great event, um, and I'm really grateful for it. And I thank the founders, too. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Dorita P. Jill F., you're next. Good morning. This is Jill S. from San Diego. In this paragraph, for me, the first three lines talk so much about what my recovery has looked like and, and can look like. Um, the first sentence, our book is meant to be suggestive only. When I read that, it occurs to me that depending on how I interpret that, I can interpret it as, well, one minute I'm being told to do this and the next minute I'm being told to do that. 
And that's when my self-will and my self-seeking behavior comes into force, where I want to be right about what I should do versus taking the direction. But if I stay reading and I read the next sentence, it says, we realize we know only a little. What jumps out for me is that that is such a representation of the humility that's required in my recovery and in the humility of others that are willing to guide me in my recovery. And then that next one where it talks about ask him in your morning meditation what you can do and that God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. It really brings me back to if I keep taking one more step, I won't stay stuck in my self-will and my self-recovery. I won't look to doubt others so that I can be right. But I can't get to that place unless I stay humble. I can't get to that place unless I stay completely reliant on God. You know, I'd like to sit and say I do that all the time, and and the fact is I don't. Uh, But if I stay willing to read with an open heart, if I stay willing to listen with an open heart, to engage in dialogue with others that are either in or not in recovery, then I have a better chance of getting to the next step. And if I can get to the next step, then I can do the work that I believe God wants me to do. So when I read this, it just brings me back to where is my recovery today? Where is my willingness today to truly go to the next step? Because if I don't, I will get stuck. And that can happen at any moment of the day. And so it was said earlier today, staying in steps 10 through 12 all day long, um, I'd like to say that I do that every day and I don't. Uh, but I stay willing to keep trying. And the more I try, the easier it is for me to take the next step. And I will share with you that the next steps that I've taken since I began with vision um, almost a year ago now um, have been remarkable. Am I perfect? Nope. Uh, Will I continue to learn? Yeah. But to be able to look at even three sentences and live in them differently today than I actually did last week is actually a miracle for me. So I want to thank all of you um, for the service that you do, and thank you for letting me share today. Thanks, Jill. F. Is it F like Frank or S like Sam? I didn't quite catch that, I think. Maybe next time. Reggie, oh, you're next. Hi. Good morning, Melanie. Thanks for your service. It's been it's, it's just wonderful to read this paragraph and to be completing the first time for me going all the way through the big book, um, especially paragraph by paragraph or through 164 with, with all of you. And um, just, just wonderful what I've heard this morning. You know, it's amazing. And it's an amazing paragraph. You know, I they all are. And here we are at the end with the closure to what all. Uh, um, I don't know what happened on my phone. <laughs> Can you still hear me? Hello? Hello? I'm sorry, Reggie, are you there? Something just happened. Reggie, oh, would you press star one, please, again? Can you hear me? Can you hear me, Melanie? Yeah, I can now. Thank you. Yes. Everyone else, can you press star one? Thank you for your help. We got it covered. Something Want to start again? Yeah, that was interesting. Can you still hear me? I can. I can. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, did somebody Let's start you over. 
Okay. Oh, thank oh. you. <laughs> thank you. I, I'm just, uh, for, at first I was just saying just how very grateful I am to have gone through the big book, uh, done the steps multiple times, but the first time I've really gone through the big book from beginning to end and doing that here in vision. And, um, you know, the book's meant to be suggestive only. And, and I also need to be willing to be open to suggestions. And I'm, I'm much more willing to be open to suggestions when I see, you know, the, the person who's giving me the suggestions or reading the book, or I, I see what's happened for them. You know, I see what's ta- happened for them through the suggestions that they may be giving me, not telling me, but, you know, this is what I have and this is what, you know, you can have too, your own version of this if you follow the same suggestions that I've followed, which is, you know, the first 164 pages in this book. And, um, you know, and it, it's so, God will disclose more to you and more to us, you know, where you know only a little. And, uh, it, you know, I love that because I, 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 that's, a lot of a lot of my life, I felt like I really had to know, and I had to know for other people. And uh, but there's a great <laughs> there's a great pressure in that. And uh, and then it's you know later on it says and and when our relationship with God is right, you know when my connection is God with with God is right, which it talks about very much in the you know the third step is that God is God and Reggie is Reggie. I'm not I'm not here to run the world. I'm not here to run the show. I'm not here to run no way you know i i'm here to to be uh i'm here to let god show me you know and more and more is continually disclosed and you know even with these suggestions and all of this humility there are a lot of promises throughout the book and a lot of promises in this single paragraph powerful promises if we if i if we follow you know follow these simple suggestions that have worked for so many people over you know the past now many many years and uh you know, in the one great reality they talk about, capital G, capital R, it happens, you know, when our relationship with God is right, which I think somewhere early in the book, um, agnostic chapter, I believe, it talks about that's what we need. You know, we need to find this power that's greater than us and start to develop a relationship. And we do that by clearing out everything that's gotten, you know, in the way of that. And that's a continual ongoing process. And I love actually that uh, there's so much more to know and so much more to grow, ways to grow. And uh, and I agree, love what people said earlier about the great reality of a vision for you. It's uh, it's a total blessing and a uh, total miracle for, you know, all 45, 4,600 of us who signed up on the who signed up to on the line at this to this point, even though we're redoing that, and there's so many more to come. So thank you, Melanie, and thank you everybody here for making this all possible. Thank you, Reggie O. And Ori B, you'll be the last one to comment on this paragraph today. Apologize okay. to those that remain, but good morning to you. Good morning. Can I be heard? Yes, you betcha. Great. Um. I still get nervous when I share on the phone, um, but um, when it says we uh, realize we only know a little, um, I feel like such a baby um, in this in this spiritual process. Like I've been around away for a long time, and um, I've had my struggles and in and out. And um, over the last uh, fifteen and sixteen years, and um, what am I experiencing now is nothing compared to or what I, my experience up until now, I like, I just think like, what have I been doing? Um, like to, to intellectually understand, um, 
what this book has been talking about is one thing, but to actually be experiencing is it, it, experiencing these promises and what this book is um, presenting is different. And I'm so grateful for that. Um, I do feel like I only know a little, whereas in the past, like others have shared, I thought I knew something. And now I like now I feel like like a total baby, and uh, just over 15 months of food sobriety. Um, like before, you know, I, I I would just get a heartbeat of some recovery and think that I knew stuff, and uh, now it's just like it's a daily thing. Like I just feel like you know there's so much more, and when it talks about God, will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Um, and the answers will come. Like when I, when I hear that, I'm just it, it's just so inspiring and reassuring. Um, one of my defects of character is impatience, and that stems from a fear of just a fear that I won't be provided for. And when I read this, it just gives me so much more hope, and just it, it's like a warm blanket. Like you know what? Let me just do my work. Let me just stay on my side of the street. Keep it clean. Do what I need to do, and God will do the rest. <sighs> and I just feel so good. It just feels so good to know that as long as I stay in the work, the answers will come. And not just for me, you know, and that's something else. It's not just about me. You know, God working in my life and working through me, There, there's, you know, there, there's just so much more possibilities. And um, I, I, sometimes I can't even put into words how amazing that is. And... Uh, I'm just grateful to all of you, and I'm grateful for this work. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Ori B. And with his share, that concludes the recorded portion of our meeting and that sharing time. But we're going to wrap this up by having Kathy Jo P. read from the big book on page 164. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Good morning, Kathy Jo. Good morning. This is Kathy Jo P. Minneapolis here. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Admit your faults to him and to your fellows. Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you until then.